Welcome to a supernatural encounter through the word preached by Bishop Ernest Ayi. Bishop Ernest is the chairman of the Greater Love Church, a vibrant denomination under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. This message will revive, restore, and refresh you in ways only God's word can. Be blessed as you listen. you 
Hallelujah. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for this beautiful, this blessed day that we have to be in your presence. Each time we come into your presence, we come for an encounter. Each time we come into your presence, we come to be fed. Each time we come into your presence, we come to be built up. I pray in the name of Jesus that you bring us under conviction. Conviction that would bring revelation. Revelation that would bring revolution. In the name of Jesus. Let your name be glorified today. Breathe upon your word, Father. We thank you. Sweet Spirit of God, we welcome you. You know we can do nothing without you. We ask in the name of Jesus that you bless this service. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please put your hands together once again as you take your seats in the presence of the Lord. So, very shortly, 120 reasons why you should be a soul winner. And um, I want to talk to you about two points here. Hallelujah. Two points. Did it rain in your area? It did? Great. So, that was a, that, that was a blessing. Say it's a blessing. Did you know that Hello. Bishop went to Mo, Zim, Zimbabwe. Yes. Not Mozambique. Zimbabwe. And you'll be everywhere. <laughs> Listen. When he went there, I'm saying that it is a blessing. You see, it's unfortunate that when it rains because of where we live or whatever, then it's like that's holiday from God. You know. But if we are going for visa, we will go. If we have to go to work, we will still go. But when we have to come to church, and it's because we don't know that this is a blessing. Listen. When they went there, it hadn't rained for so long. So when Bishop was leaving, they made a request. They have one request. What was it? That God should be merciful on them and give them rain. Yes. Zimbabwe. Yes. So when, when Daddy left Zimbabwe, the following day he rained. Yes. And that was a blessing. That was a blessing. You are looking at bad roads. They are not concerned about bad roads. Yeah. They are not concerned. They are concerned about having water from above. Yes. So, so when you have it, it should be a blessing. You should never be at home because it's rain on a Sunday. Hallelujah. You see, when, if you are like that, 
Can I, do I have your attention? Oh. Okay, or maybe the volume can come down a bit. It sounds very loud in my ears. If you are like that, what it means is that you see, your commitment to God is conditional. It's conditional. It will not take you far. Are you understanding me? It should not, it won't take you far. Since 1993, I don't know when I have missed church. Since 1993. 3rd January 1993. It's a Sunday. Yes, it's a Sunday. From that Sunday, this, this January would be 30 years. Yes. I've always been in the presence of God. I, I, I don't remember when it's re- I didn't go to church because he read. I don't remember. Not convention, nothing. Are you understanding? So when, when, when things like this has an effect on what you do for God, then it puts a very big question mark on this so-called your worship and service. Hallelujah. But I know that you are not one of them. That is why today you are in church. Oh, you are not clapping for yourself. That's why you are in church today. Put your hands together for yourself. For coming to church today. Even though it had rained. Hallelujah. What it means is that there's a special blessing for you. Yeah, 17 people believe what I just said. I said what it means is that there's a special blessing for you. Hallelujah. So... First point, two points. This is a service for two points. And they will be gone. Two points. Do you believe it? Two points. It can even be one point. But I mean, you let me start. When I start, it's a two-pointer service. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. So, one of the reasons why you have to be a preacher of the good news one of the reasons why you cannot keep to yourself. Eh? You cannot keep to yourself. Those of you at the back, don't you like to be closer to the anointing? You should come and sit here. Okay? Come and sit here for me. Hallelujah. One of the reasons, do you want to know the two reasons I have for you? I'm preaching from my father's book. Tell them. And the tell them has 120 reasons why you should be a soul winner. I like the last one. The last one, the 120th um, reason is that you have to be a soul winner because you have enough reasons to be a soul winner. After, 120, after 119, it says you, you have enough reasons. That's the last one. To be a soul winner. Yes. Hallelujah. Are you here? Okay. So, the first one is that you must be a soul winner because there is only one way to get to heaven. There's only one way to get to heaven. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Many people say they believe it, but what they do does not show that they believe it. 
there is only one way to get to heaven John chapter 14 verse 6 look at what it says John chapter 14 verse 6 there's only one way to get to heaven Jesus saith unto him I am the way the truth and the life no man cometh unto the father but by me I am the way I am the truth I am the life you see pay, pay attention to the article the article there is there I am not a way people say that people say that oh one of the is it Jesus is one of the prophets Jesus is not one of the prophets no is Jesus is not one of the prophets some, some, some people say oh we are all the same it's just that you you go with Jesus and then I go with so so and so it is not true and the Bible is saying that Jesus said unto him I Jesus I am not a way but the way when you when you hear of the article there it suggests to you that there is none other apart from that one so when he says that I am the way I am the truth I am the life it means that there is no other way there's no other way there's no other avenue to pass to get to heaven or to get to where God is hallelujah yes and if Jesus is the only way is the only avenue to heaven and you do share the gospel what it means that you have blocked people eternally hallelujah so there's something very damaging that you are doing there's only one way and you have shut that door you shut the door by shutting your mouth so all the people who are behind the door what, what should they do what should they do it is like there's a fire outbreak and there's only one way to escape from the fire then you have the door is closed what are you trying to say then it means that all the people behind the door who are seeking to escape through that door the fire will come and consume all of them this is what you are doing when you keep your mouth shut this is what you are doing you are you see you are indirectly a metra yes you are indirectly you see you are in, indirectly responsible for the death or for the languishing of people in the lake of fire you are indirectly responsible for that and greater love we cannot be responsible for that hallelujah this is the reason why you must be interested in preaching the good news you must be interested in winning a soul in telling somebody about Jesus hallelujah because that is the only way not one of them the only way to heaven so the Bible said that there is no other name given under the heavens <laughs> no other name in Hebrews I believe yeah is there salvation in any other 
For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. No other name. Just through this one name, Jesus. Hallelujah. That is why when you hear about the crusades, you should be involved. When you hear about person to person, you should be involved. When you hear about store to store, kiosk to kiosk, shop to shop, you must be involved. Any, any type of jealousy that is being laid out, you must not leave yourself out. You must be involved. Because the only way, the only door we can go to heaven through is the door of Jesus. Is the only way. Is the only truth. And is the only life. Hallelujah. Number two. The second reason why for today you must be, and then this is the concluding stages of the two-pointer service. <laughs> you must be a soul winner is that one day you will rejoice over the soul winning seeds you have sown one day you will rejoice over the soul winning seeds you have sown one day you will rejoice one day, when you go out preaching the word of God, you are, you, are, you are sowing seeds. You are like a farmer who goes around and throws seeds around. Eh? As you are preaching, you meet somebody, you preach. You meet another person, you talk to the person about Jesus. Whether they follow you or not, or they receive you or not, it's not the matter. Your job is to sow the seed of the word. The Bible says that, and the and the word is the, or is the and the seed is the word of God and the power of the sower, isn't it? Yes, eight eleven eh, of Luke, eh, eight eleven of Luke, eight eleven of Luke. Now the parable is this: the seed is the word of God. So when you go about ministering the word of God, sharing the good news, you are planting seeds. You are scattering seeds. You are sowing seeds. And the Bible is saying that as you go about sowing seeds, one day you will rejoice over the seeds that you are sowing. Hallelujah. Do you know, do you know the most difficult thing I've realized? It is between sowing and harvesting. In a Greek, they call it the gestation period. Eh? The period that you have to wait for the seeds that you have sown to grow to the point of harvesting, the gestation period, is the most difficult period eh? in any life. But today, God is giving you the assurance. Don't, don't get worried if you are not seeing immediate harvest. Because the seeds that you are sowing, one day those seeds will turn into harvest. I know you didn't hear. He said, I went to call him. 
I went, I ministered to 40 people. I got only two to come. And you are so shattered. You are so broken. You are so disturbed. God is saying that don't worry. Don't worry. Because your season of harvest is around the corner. Oh, I know you didn't hear that one. I said your season of harvest is around the corner. Psalm 126, verse 6. Look at what he said. Psalm 126, verse 6. He said that he that goeth forth and weepeth, hey, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless, oh, I'm talking to somebody, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his shields with him. Shall doubtless. What it means is that one day that seed will do well. Hallelujah. Yes, the only thing that discourages a farmer from not sowing is failed harvest or lack of harvest. So you don't want to sow. You don't want to do it again. But no. The Bible says that he that goeth forth and weepeth. You see, it means that planting the seeds, it's a painful exercise. Yes. It can be painful. It can be costly. It can be expensive. Eh? So, so as you are doing it, you are weeping. Yeah, you are, it means that you are, feeling the, you are feeling the effect of what you are doing. In other words, it is taking a toll on you as you are going about ministry. You see, and the, and the pain is that you minister to 40 and you get two to come. Do you understand? It's, it's more painful. And moreover too, you went late morning when the sun had come. And these days too, you see how the sun can open its, its mouth. Yes, scorching, and you walk in the sun, and you move from place to place. The Bible is saying to you today, God is telling you today that that exercise and that investment that you are making, that you are struggling, that you are feeling, that is taking a toll on you, is saying that one day you are going to come back. You are going to come. It said, doubtless, doubtless. You will come back doubtless. It means that definitely that seed you are sowing one day to bring you harvest. I said it will bring you harvest. Your harvest will show up one day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So don't be discouraged. Don't, don't throw in the towel. Don't do that. You know, when, when, when you are the darkest part of the night, eh? You are closest to the day. <laughs> closest to the day. When the night is darkest, eh, you, are, you, are, you are closest to the day. Hallelujah. When you can feel the pain, when you can feel it, and you feel like throwing in the towel, you feel like giving up, you feel like it is enough, I have done enough. I'm saying that it is your harvest is just around the corner. It's around the corner. It's around the corner. When the night is darkest, you are closest to the day. You are closest to the day. Somebody's harvest is about to come. 
somebody is about to harvest your harvest has come your harvest you are at the point of your harvest one more step and you get to your harvest i said one more step and you get to your harvest in the name of jesus why don't you clap for jesus wow one more step and you'll be there hallelujah hallelujah never get to the point and say to yourself that it is enough i've done enough i've done enough no 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 i've served god enough i've been a shepherd enough i've been i've been a pastor enough i've been a bishop enough it's enough now i don't want to be a bishop again now i don't want to be a pastor again now i don't want to be a shepherd again because the work is, is taking a toll on you. You can feel the burden. But what I am saying is that, you see, when, when, when a farmer has planted seeds and he can see the harvest, he can see the things come, he even forgets the pain that he went through to plant the seeds. That is why the Bible says that. It said, if you go about sowing seeds and weeping, but that is not the end. He said, the same person shall doubtless, doubtless, it means surely, it means definitely, it means that without fail, as you have sown in tears, your day, your day of doubtless harvest is coming. Oh, I, I, I feel I'm talking to some five people here. I say, your day, of doubtless harvest is coming i say your day of doubtless harvest is coming all the many souls that you have ministered to god is about to give you a miracle harvest I say god is about to give you a miracle harvest somebody is receiving a miracle harvest in the name of jesus listen let me prophesy to you let me prophesy to you you see a time is going to come that the sheep will follow you they will come and follow you. They will come to your house and say, it is time to go to church, so we are coming. So that we, um, I am prophesying to somebody. They will come to you. They will come to your house. Now you have been going to the houses, but a time is going to come that the souls are going to come to your house and they will tell you that it is time to go to church. So we are coming so that you take us to church. That will be your story. That will be your story. That will be your story. Hallelujah. Wow, are you clapping for Jesus? Listen. Get ready for a miracle harvest. Today, that's why I came here to tell you. Get ready for a miracle harvest. Do you know there are miracle harvests? Listen to me. Somebody is working for you. Get his, let me tell you. Somebody is working for you. Ah, this was what didn't get it. Let me, let me try here. <laughs> Somebody is working for you. They got it. Somebody is working for you. I said, Somebody is working for you. Somebody is doing outreaches for you. Somebody is building people for you. Ayakubasi Ataya. They will come to you. 
and will say that, look, this is the bus. These are the people. Can you take them to church for me? Get ready for a miracle harvest. I said, get ready for a miracle harvest. After your, after your seat, get ready for a miracle harvest. Your seats will do well. Your seats will do well. Your seats will do well. In the name of Jesus. Miracle harvest. That is why you must not give up. You must never give up. You must never give up. Even the walls of Jericho. In Judges chapter 6. They went around it. First day. God said go around it. One day. And they went to sit. Day number two they came. Went around it. Nothing happened. They went to sit down. Day number three. No show. Day number four. No show. They could have said that. What, what nonsense is this? <laughs> what nonsense is this? Look, look at the thickness of this wall. What kind of madness is this? You said the thing will come down. We have gone around it four times. There's no even crack, no crack. The smallest crack in the world. We haven't seen it. What is this? We are not children. We are not small, small, small boys. We are families. Do you understand? So to bring us here to go around the world, we have done it four times and we are not seeing anything. And what made it worse? They went the feet time. Nothing. They went the seat time and nothing happened. They came on the seventh day. They went around it complete. One, nothing happened. On the seventh day, nothing happened. On the seventh day, they went around twice. And they went thrice. And they went four times. And they went five times. I'm sure some of the people say, like, look, Charlie, look, if you don't, if you don't stop these things, what will we do to you? You won't be happy. This nonsense must definitely. What is this? What are you doing to us? What are you doing to us? You said seven days. We have come. We've gone through the wars. We've gone around the wars seven days. Now, not. As if that is not enough. On the seventh day, we've gone around the world six times. I mean, what is it? Dangote cement that they use? What type of cement did they, did they use that the wall is not trying to come down? Jata cement. I hear it's Jata cement. Yes. Then on the seventh day, they went around it the seventh time. The seventh time. Eh? The seventh time. Look, give me the Psalm 126. It's a very important scripture for me. 26 is very important. He that goeth forth and weepeth. He that goeth forth and weepeth. Bearing precious seeds. Bearing precious seeds. He that goeth forth and weepeth. 
There must be some, some level of pain involved in this activity. He forth and weepeth. Marusti sayabaya. Oh, I hear a word from the Lord. I said, I hear a word from the Lord. Marusti That your time of waiting is up. The time of waiting is over. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I feel that I'm in the wrong place. I said, the time of waiting is over. Get ready. Your harvest is next. I said, your harvest is next. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seeds, shall doubtless. Oh, you are not returning with empty hands. I said, you are not returning with empty hands. You are returning with your basket full of others. Your baskets are full of souls. Somebody said, I receive. Doubtless. Doubtless. Anybody who is about to give up, listen to me. Listen to me. One more round. And your world, the world will be down. Listen. The world that is separating you from your promised land. One more round. One more round. One more round. I say one more round. One more crusade. One more crusade. One more door to door. One more person to person. One more, one more shop to shop. One more office to office. One more. One more. One more. And the world will drop. I prophesy to you. Somebody's about to take over a town. Oh. I don't know when I come. I don't know why they don't. Listen. I said somebody here. And you see, you may not even have a title, a pastor. You may not have the title, a pastor. But a certain hand is about to come upon you. And by responding to this, you are about to take over a town. I said you are about to take over a town. You are entering a town, and by the seeds you sow in the town, everybody would like to follow you. I said, everybody would like to follow you. You are about to take over a town. God is able to deliver into your house a town. God is able to deliver into your house a city. And there is somebody here that God is about to hand over to you a whole town. A whole town that will follow you. Anywhere you will take them. They will follow you. A grace is coming upon your life. In the name of Jesus. Receive it. One more round. One more round. Are you here? One more round. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of a gentleman called Naaman. Naaman. This was a warrior, but a leper. And a, 
a servant, a small girl who used to work in, a, work in his house, who came from Israel, said, there is a man, there is a man in our city. Yeah. If my master will go to him, this leprosy is a great man by all standard. The only problem he has is that he's a leper. He was a leper. He said that if he would go to this man, I know my master would be okay. Then he went to report the thing to the king of Syria. So the king wrote a letter because they felt very powerful, more powerful than Israel. So he wrote a letter and told him, I'm, I'm send, I am sending my general to you. You better heal him. By the time he's coming, the leprosy must go. And then when the king got the letter, he took hold of his clothes and told them, he said, am I God? How can I, do, do, do I now, do I now heal people? He said, have you seen what this guy, open he knows that I cannot heal and he has sent me his general to heal the general. He wants to stand on something to come and fight us. Then Elisha heard that the king had tore his clothes. He said, what is the problem? He said, what's the problem? He said, they have brought somebody that I should heal the person. He said, post the person to me. Yes, post. Get transfer from me. Give transfer from your hospital. Bring it to me. <laughs> Bring it to me. Then when he came, referral, when he came, the prophet did not even bother to come out to see him. Then he sent a message. He sent a message. Go tell him that he should go to the Jordan River. Go and dip yourself in the look when you see the Jordan River, you don't want to go close to it. Yes. I've been baptized in the Jordan River twice. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's nothing exciting about it. Yes. The reason why we go there is because Jesus went there. That's all. Yes, that's all. But there's nothing nice about it. Yes, the water looks dirty. It, I mean, there are plants, plants, places. It's not like, a, you know, this, the, the Seychelles Islands, and you see the beaches, and you see how blue and clean it looks. No, no, that's not Jordan. That's not Jordan at all. So the guy got angry. He said, nonsense. Ah, there are better rivers. I could have gone to drop myself in those rivers. But you see, it's not what you choose. It's not what you choose. It's not what you choose. The prophet said that go there. It was seven times. Drop in the water. Drop in the water and come back. Drop and come back. Seven. The guy went one. Came two. Come out. Three. You see, some of you would have given up. Yes, would have given up. It's too much. It's too much. Small healing. I tell you, what is even the guarantee that after the seventh one, uh, the leprosy will go? Yes, it's too much. 
every time moment of evangelism every time door to door every time it every time this i mean what is it huh? what is it when are we at all going to stop this thing but maybe that's your seed time it's a seven times drop in that river and he died one came back two. came back three four five he was still leper leprosy was still there five times still leper six times no sign of healing. You see, you cannot be a victor if you give up so easily. You get tired too quickly. And when Satan gets to know that that is, that is your weak point, then we use that to frustrate you. The guy was obedient enough, listened to his servant, and, and dived into the water. The second time, by the time he came, his flesh was like that of a baby. Because you see, as you keep going, diving in it is like harvest. It's like sowing seeds and the Bible says darkness eh? at the end of the day your effort will be rewarded yes yes it even reminds me of, Eli of Elijah when he had prayed and the rain had ceased for three and a half years there was no rain then he said it's time for rain to come again. And he sent his servants. Go and check if the clouds have gathered. And the servant went and came back. Master, nothing wrong. He said, Go again. He went. Number two, he came back. Master, nothing. He said, I said it's going to rain. Go and check. Clear. No, nothing has got it. Number four, go. How can you get tired? How can you get tired? Because the seventh time is coming. And look, watch this one. When the seventh time came, when he went, when he went and came, it's oh, it's clear. Only that I see a cloud like the size of a man's fist, eh? a man's hand. It's as small as that. And he said, that, "Hey, go and tell the king. Go and talk to Ahab. Let him get on his chariots and speed because something is about to happen." Oh. I am talking to somebody. I'm talking to somebody. Something is about to happen. After seven times, something is about to happen. After your seven crusades, something is about to happen. After your seven door to door, something is about to happen. Oh. 
something is about to happen. So when you are going and it is painful, remember today. Remember. Can you believe it? That in the book of Acts, the disciples, they had been promised eh, that you are going to receive power from above. Jesus said, don't do anything. Wait until that day. After that, you can do everything you want to. And they went to a place called the upper room. The upper room. And they stayed in the upper room. What were they doing? Praying. Day one. Day two. Day three. Day four. They were there 50 days. Some Bible scholars said they were there for 50 days. Pray. Pray. You see, after that event, one message that Peter preached, one. One message that Peter preached brought in 3,000 after that. Yes. After. When they didn't give up on, on the nonsense after 38 days. When they didn't say, we are sick and tired. It's okay. What kind of promise? When is it going to come? When is that power going to come? When? 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 They could have given up on the 45th day. when they persisted because when you when you begin to sow the seeds it says that you will come doubtless you see that is why I preach <laughs> that is why I preach because I don't care what it looks like today I don't care yeah I sow the seed with all my heart I saw it with all my energy. I said to myself, it may be the last time you are preaching. How would you do it? <laughs> I don't care how it looks today. You know what? I am sure that one day I will return without doubt. I will carry my rewards. Yeah. I said, I will carry my rewards. Mario Sayaba. And the reason why some of you don't get a certain result is because a certain reward is because you stop too early too early too early you stop too early you need tenacity stamina yeah. stop it takes something else you see that when you are not seeing results you still keep doing the same thing yes yes it takes something else I know people who have believed God to have to have a child. Yeah. They have been meeting together for 10 years. Yes. 
First year, nothing happened. Second year, nothing. Third, nothing. Fourth, nothing. Fifth year, nothing happened. But they didn't give up. Continually sowing of seeds. Sixth year, seventh year, eighth year, ninth year. They don't know when is the child going to come. Mario Saya. But if you give, you give up on the ninth year, you have lost. You have lost all the seeds you have sown. It's now waste. Mario Saya. So what is the trick? The trick is that never give up until you see the harvest. Because surely the harvest is going to come. My goodness. My goodness. I said surely it will come. Surely it will come. Surely it will come. So when I'm moving with people and they drop, I say, oh no, no, no. You are not part of the harvest. You are not part of my harvest. That's it. Otherwise, you would have continued with me. You are not part of the harvest. But because you know what? As for this, the harvest, it will come. It will come. It will come. Do you know what it takes to come and stand here to preach to you? Do you know what it takes? Do you know the time I come to church? <laughs> Do you know the time I come to church? Yeah. Do you know how many all nights I've had this week? Do you, do you know? You think it's fun. <laughs> he that goeth forth bearing precious seeds shall doubtless sometimes as I'm praying my eyes will be heavy. I feel like sleeping. Sometimes I would do the. Meanwhile, there's a bed, empty bed there waiting for her body to lie on. And I said, No, I'm not going to lie on this bed because I know if I put my body down, I know what will happen. I'm not lie, I'll not lie down. And I'm standing on my two feet and my eyes are heavy and I'll not lie down. He that forth and weepeth. He that goeth forth and weepeth. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed. That's my confidence. I will never return empty-handed. I'm talking to somebody. I'm talking to somebody I know. Never come back empty-handed. Never. Otherwise, the scripture is not true. It says, shall doubtless, 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 doubtless. Surely, without fear, boundless, boundless. <laughs> you know when nothing will happen. I tell people, sow every time, whether you see harvest or not, just keep sowing because you see, when you do that time, you have settled a season of harvest. Eh? Because the harvest you sow today. Maybe to come in three months' time. Okay, three months from today. Eh? Don't wait for that harvest to come before you sow again. The following, sow another one. Eh? The following day, keep sowing until you meet day for the first the, the You meet the, the day for the harvest of the first seed. Do you understand? Then you would have sown for three months. So now you have scheduled harvest for three months continuous. If you break the tenth day.
what it means is that you will not have harvest when the when the harvest starts. You will not have harvest after nine days. Harvest will cease. Yes. Yes. That's why you should never get tired sowing. Sowing seeds. Eh? Seeds of the word. Ministering to people all the time. My goodness. That is why you see, from now on, I preach every day until the year drops. Every day. If I'm not here, I'm here. If I'm not there, I am here. And I'm spreading the seeds. You see, it doesn't matter what happens there. I know that one day, oh, this guy, is going to come doubtless with my harvest in my hands. In my hands. This Friday, I went for a funeral. A lady saw me. She said, Hey, Ernest, what happened? We were all sitting in the same office, doing accounting work, preparing accounts, checking bank statements, doing reconciliation, printing out reports. We were all doing it. What happened? That now you have gone so far from me. What happened? Now, the difference between us is like black and white. You know what happened? What happened was the seeds that were being sown continuously. Because you see, I come to the office three hours before everybody drops in the office. And then I would, because I, I don't have a space in my house then to have a study to pray. But I knew that I had to pray. How do I do that? Then I go to the office three hours before everybody will come. Then I'll be in the office. He caught her neck down. When they come to the office, when I hear the, the horn of their cars, or I hear the door, then I end my prayer. I sort out my things. I sit behind my desk. I pull out my files, and we are working. And they come and join me there. But what they don't know is that we were not the same as we were there. One has settled harvest for tomorrow. Yes. And one is enjoying harvest then. Is it what happened? Is it what happened? Ernest, what happened? Look at you today. Look at me. Look at you. Look at me today. See, I, I felt so sad. My heart was moved. He said, what happened? What happened? This is what happened. When I'm not coming to church, when I'm not coming to the office, I have my personal all nights. Yes. And I pray into my 10 years. Father, I pray into my 20 years. God, 30 years from now, let me not fall. Let me not fall to the left or to the right. Keep me, preserve me all night when they are sleeping and they are enjoying their husbands and they are enjoying their wives. I would be there. He that goeth forth and weepeth and weepeth, bearing precious seeds as you take me. I could also have been enjoying on my bed. Oh, no, but I'll stand. I'll stand. I was done. They didn't know that I was settling seasons of harvest for my life. They didn't know. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. 
you doing today? What will tomorrow bring to you? Huh? As you are listening to me, too, what will tomorrow bring to you as you are sitting here? Some of you, eh, the only reason why you will be alive in the next 10 years is because of what you are doing today. Yes. 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 <laughs> One day I was watching something and a man, and a man was crossing, he crossed the road. Okay, and you know that by the road is a gutter. And some of the gutters were covered. I don't know, I think this one is not even a gutter. They had covered the place. But there was a hole. There was a hole under. You know when you, when you fill a place and you don't ramp it well to settle down and then you cast concrete on it. A hole under when the, when the sun settles. So there was a hole under. And water had gone under. So the guy was coming. Eh? The guy was coming. And then he stepped at that place, if they, he stepped at the place like that, and this one came, then he moved this. Just when he moved this, the thing came in, and he turned back and he opened his mouth. What happened? I mean, he lifted the left leg, and then the whole thing came in blind. You see. I don't know the man, but I'm sure there's something this guy has done, eh, which has led to, you see, the, even the timing, the timing. So I'm saying that some of you, eh, some of you, a bullet that you will escape, eh, a car, a car that you will escape, eh, a, a bus that, the, a bus that you will get there and you will say that it is full, you cannot sit in. It is, it is because of a certain soul you run after today. Yeah. That's what will cause you to miss it. A gentleman in Nigeria, he went to board the bus. When he sat in the bus, they said, Ah, get down. Get down. He said, ah, Where is the bus going? They said, ah, I'm also going there. I said, collect your money. Get down. Ah, what nonsense is this? What kind of nonsense is this? They forced him out of the car. Get up. Get up. So he got down and went to come. Come on. Get down. This, this is what. Ida Hosea did to Bishop that he wasn't happy. <laughs> he said, a big, look at a big Bishop. All these small pastors are sitting there. You don't go to them. Me, the Bishop is the one you are coming to. May your heart be healed. <laughs> the guy came off. Eh? The bus went ahead a few meters. He had an accident. Not one person escaped. Every single human being in the bus died. And the guy stood there as he watched the bus in the accident. Masa, madam, what I'm telling you is that don't think that we are forcing you to do something against your will. Eh? But rather, we are helping you to shuttle a harvest for, for yourself.
yourself. For yourself. For yourself. <laughs> Sometimes I hear my father complaining. He'll complain. He took out this person. He took out that person. He took out this person. And nobody is minding him. The one that I told him. Could it be that this seed that you sow is what has brought me where I am today? Could it be? Could it just be? Could it be? That the person that you now say that, what would I have done if I had not had you? Could it be that the seed you sow is actually what has brought grace to pick one of your children and give him this grace? Could it be? You may not know. You may not know. Today, if you are here, listen up and listen really good. Don't stop sowing. Don't. 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 Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop the prayer. Don't stop. Don't stop the prayer. <laughs> Don't stop the preaching. Yeah, it may be to three people. Don't stop. Don't stop. You don't know where preaching to three people will take you tomorrow. You, you look, you have no idea. Don't stop. Don't stop. Yeah. One particular person you have been following, stop. Stop. When he hears that you are coming, pass through the back door. Him, vanished. Sometimes you hear a voice and say, Tell him I'm not there. And yet, you don't stop going there. You keep going. And keep going. And keep going. And keep going. Hey, don't stop. Every time you go, it's a seed. Every time you go, whether you meet the person or not, it's a seed you have sown. Yes. And when you do this sowing, the Bible says that your harvest is sure. It's sure. Perhaps some of the bad things that are happening to you now is because of some seeds you have sown. Yes. 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 Seeds, eh? <laughs> Doubtless. Doubtless. They come. So today, I told you it's a two-pointer message. Only two points. Two points. Don't stop. Whoever you are, whatever your age, eh? Whatever your name, don't stop it. Don't stop it. Otherwise, you'll get to a season in your life. You'll not be happy. Yes. You'll not be happy. You'll not be happy. You know, not too long ago, I think somewhere last year, my daughter under, underwent almost nine hours of surgery. She was under the knife for, for nine hours, almost nine hours. And I sat in Kolebo. You see, you didn't know. It's been one year. And I've been preaching every Sunday during that time. Yes. Yes. And nothing about my preaching said anything about anything that was happening. You have no idea. Nine hours. Make the surgery. I sat there, sat at the surgical the surgical car park. I packed 
life. And then the, the, my friend that I'm bringing, Reverend Dr. Kujobuatin Bempa, he heard that my daughter was undergoing surgery. And he was going to preach or have a program at a bridge somewhere. When he heard, he just turned his car and he drove straight to Kodibu. He came, parked his car, came to sit by me and my wife. And we're sitting there. The surgery would end around 4.30 or 5 p.m. It started around 8. And we're there waiting. He sat there with me. He waited until the surgery was over. Then I went to check. That's okay. All correct. Everything perfect. Condition stable. Everything fine. He said, we thank God. That's when he moved. But when he finished the surgery, when he finished the surgery, and they looked at, they saw what they, what they saw in the, in the stomach. Eh? They saw it. They came back and said, no. We made a mistake with the diagnosis. Dr. Harry is a, Dr. Harry's friends. Yes. yes. They said, they said, he said, the diagnosis is a mistake. Then they asked him, whose daughter is Oh? Yeah, they asked him. He said, oh, this is a chief surgeon. I call him. He said, whose daughter? Because the doctors were confused. They said, we, we took all the samples. We did everything that is normally done. And that we gave the diagnosis. Sure then. When they open up, it's not what they do at all. Then he said, no. Whose daughter is this? And Dr. Henry told them, her father is a bishop. I don't know which doctor said, but one of the doctors said, no. He thinks that the bishop factor has contributed to what they are seeing. He said, no, 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 no. This one, it's not normal. It's not normal. It's not normal. You can't open and see this. It's not when when we have done tests and this is what the test says. You can't open and say this. You can't open. I don't know. Then my man started running, running. One day I was working at a hotel and somebody came from outside with her son, a lady, and her son was very sick, a foreigner. They admitted her at the and nobody was willing to go there. I said, no problem. I'll go and take care. I'll go and take this woman. As we were taking care of that son, then the woman got infected. Hmm? And she started running. So the son was on admission. The mother admission. So I came to the office and I said, look, look, I'm a man. This is a lady. At least the son, I can take care of. I need a lady to go and take care of the lady. Everybody said, oh, me, me, Miss Rokolibu, me, Miss Hospital. Nobody went. And I said, I can't leave this woman there. And I went there. Oh, Marostia. She couldn't do anything. She couldn't walk. She couldn't sit. She could, she could only lie down. So even when she wants to go to the loo, she can't walk. She, she has to do it on the bed. And no woman was ready to come. And I'll go there. I'll lift her up. Put a pan there. She will do it. I will remove the pan. Prepare her. Clean her now. 
everything and then take it go and dispose of it that's the job i was doing and then when she wants to bath i'll carry her bring a wheelchair put her in wheel her to the bathroom carry her stand there put her on the wall open the tap on her and i'll put the cloth there finish finish have you finished she finishes i take the cloth i cover her carry her put her in it and i will her no woman was ready to do it could it be that that sin I saw has something to do with this? Could it be? 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 What seeds are you sowing? What seeds are you sowing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Can you imagine what would have happened to my daughter? Sometimes you don't know, eh? You don't know the reward that useless-looking seed you are sowing carries. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. I'm helping somebody. At this point, I believe I'm helping somebody. Yes. You have no idea. Maybe my state would have been different by now. It doesn't matter your age. We are calling for crusades. <laughs> Don't sit at home. I tell my children when I'm watching television, I say, Daddy, can we come and watch us? Come on! Watch television with who? Do you think when I was at your age, if I was watching television today, I can watch television? Do you think so? Yes. When I was your, at your age, I went to watch television. I have to run and go and stand behind somebody's window. And watch 30 minutes. What is it? Uh, uh, 30 minutes. When they finish, I go back. You think that I could watch DSTV then? You are coming to, you want to watch? You want to watch what with me? I say, if you come and sit down and watch it today, tomorrow you can't watch it. Yes, you can't watch it tomorrow. Yes. You want to watch television tomorrow? You want to be like me today that I can have a year to watch, to watch, to watch Manchester City eh? against Liverpool? You want to watch with me? You want to watch with me? You don't want to watch tomorrow? Do you know the players that are coming tomorrow? You don't want to watch tomorrow? You better go and sit behind your books. Watch your book. <laughs> watch your book so that tomorrow you can watch television. Yes. Watch your book. Watch your book. Watch it. What seats are you sowing? That's what I'm asking you today. What seats are you sowing? What, what seats are you sowing with this life you have? Eh? What seats are you sowing? These are the messages. You see, this, this message is that Satan doesn't want you to come to church to hear it. No, no, no. No. Yeah, he will let you say that they keep too long in church. So let's go. You go, what, 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 what useful thing are you going to do? Yeah. Listen, you are going to watch World Cup. Do you know what has taken the people to the World Cup? 
Do you think they just got to the World Cup today? Today, as you are running to go and watch, there's something that some, some years back, nobody knew them. Nobody knew them. And they were behind the seats, sold seats. Tomorrow, today, you are running to go and watch them. Do you know what they are? You want to run and go and watch them? I've seen that many people are interested in harvest. But they know that they cannot be harvested without seeds. They cannot be harvested without seeds. They cannot be harvested without seeds. And everybody, there's nobody sitting here today eh, that you cannot affect your tomorrow positively. There's nobody. There's nobody here. It depends on the seeds you want to sow. Yes. Next year, one of the things God has asked us to do is we are going to fast for 52 days. Yes. Yes. Took me to Nehemiah. He said, have you seen, have you seen the, the number of days he used? We are doing that first next year. Yeah, 52. We will meet every day. Get ready. Yes, get ready. By the time we finish, you won't like it again. <laughs> you won't like it. Listen. I'm asking you a question. Today, what seat are you sowing? What seat are you sowing? What seat are you sowing? Because tomorrow is waiting for you. Yeah. Unfortunately, there are people who are going to reap tomorrow. Yes, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. Because when we are sowing today, they are not interested. Yes. They are interested in our harvest, not our seed sowing. So, so they are going to be dependent tomorrow. They are going to be they are going to live their lives reliant on the assistance from others tomorrow. And they themselves will never be on their two feet. What seeds are you sowing today? Yeah. This is my message. I finished. I fin you think about it. Think about it. Decide on what you are going to do. Yeah. Precious things are coming tomorrow. Are you going to be part? Are you going to have some? Eh? Are you going to have some? What are you doing today? And if there's a better way to ask this question, I would like to ask it. Can somebody give me a better phrase? Yeah. All I can remember, what are you doing today? What seeds are you sowing today? You get up in the morning, Monday morning, Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, Thursday morning, Friday morning, Saturday morning, Sunday. What, what are you sowing? What are you sowing? Some of you are sowing insults of pastors. You have descriptive phrases for us. Yes. Amazing. Adjectives we haven't heard before. 
Don't worry. When I hear such people laugh in my heart, because God has told me that don't respond to anything. Leave anything they want to do. Leave them. Leave them. Leave them. Leave them. Because one day I did something and he said that, you know, leave them. Don't take this. Because one of the people that we were with here, when Bishop Saki left, when Bishop Saki was transferred, without even saying bye bye, bye bye, they just abandoned me. They left. They left. Without saying that, Mr. Stupid Pastor, you know, you, you have preached for us for two days, uh, three days, okay. I don't like your foolishness again, so you, Baba, I'm going. Yes, not even that. They abandoned me. Now notice. Then I was there one day and then my phone rang. Bishop, is it Bishop? Yes. I said, yes. This Bishop. Is he um, so so and so? I said, ah, so so and so. Oh, who is this? Who is this so and so? Then he mentioned, is he my son? Is he my son? Ah, I'm bringing my son. I want you to pray for us. I want you to pray for my son. Hey, God will forgive me. I'm confessing my sins. Yeah. I tell you, I'm confessing my sins. Yes. I'm, I'm also human like you. Yes. yes. I said, really? Really? Did you say goodbye to me when you walked out on me? Where you took yourself? Are there no pastors there? Who can pray for us? He said, you are the one I want to. You are the one. Um, you are. So did you know that there's something good in this house? Eh? And you are building me without without any observation of courtesy or protocol. Today you are calling me. So, so you have my number on your phone. You have my number on your phone. It's today that you are calling me. Take him to the pastors. Let them pray for him. Take him to the pastors. That's when, after that, that's when God rebuked me. He said, no, leave it, leave it, don't mind, just leave it, tomorrow will tell, just leave it, yeah, because it's painful, one day we'll be in my position, you see, yeah, very painful, yeah, hey, you call somebody, talk to him, talk to her, hey, and I said, okay, I've heard this. I'm calling you to confess. He says, oh, it's not true. It's not true. The next, it's on Facebook. I'll see what I was asking the person. I'll see it on Facebook. I'll see it on Facebook. Then I'll start calling the person to say, oh, I have seen that thing on Facebook. Till today, he never picked my call. Never picked my call. Bye-bye. No, no, no. Mr. Foolish Man, Baba. No. No. <laughs> it got to me. I won't deceive you. I'm also human. It got to me. 
Yeah. And I kept my cool. Then God said, forget it. Forget it. They are not the ones who brought you. I brought you. Forget it. They don't want to be with you. It's not a problem. Are you following them or me? Forget it. Look, I poured my heart to that lady. I said, so you have my number. Today, there's a under me and me say trouble. I, I, I deserve and it's only trouble that I'm made for trouble. So when it's trouble, you are coming. Yeah. I'm running to trouble. Now you've remembered. Say, forget it. Eh? That's, is that the reward you want? The reward, the emotional reward that yeah, you are faced with. Is that what you want? I said, no, I said, drop it, forget it. Anybody who doesn't leave it. Yeah, leave the rest to me. They are seeds. They are seeds. Church, I had no intention to sadden you. But the seeds you are sowing today. Eh? They are critical for the harvest tomorrow. I'm telling you. And like I'm saying, you may not value that seed you are sowing today, but it will carry a harvest you would need Message is finished. Stand to your feet. So don't worry, I've confessed my sins. God has forgiven me. Yes. I should have asked her, Carry, bring him, carry the son, bring him. I didn't say that. Yes, I was hurt. I was. I was hurt by being abandoned. Yes. It's not a nice thing. It's not a nice thing at all. But I don't respond to it. Yeah. So I've confessed my sins and God has forgiven me. You want to pray today? Lift up your hands. Let's pray. 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 The Father, hey, Help me to sow good seeds today. Help me. I've heard your word. I have heard. I've heard your word. I've heard it. I've heard your word. I've heard your word. Please pray. Open your mouth, everybody. Everybody. This concerns everybody, including you. It concerns you. Whether you are a footballer, you are a market woman, you are a teacher, you are a lawyer, you are a doctor, whoever you are, this concerns you. Hey. Everything you do is a 
Thank you, Father. We bless you today. Your word is eternal. Your word is incorruptible. Thank you for your word. Thank you. We are grateful to you. Each time we come to you, you build us up. You build us up by the power of your word. We appreciate you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your word today. Let this word add value to our destinies, Father. In the name of Jesus, give us grace to positively respond to this. Father, help us to be mindful of the seeds we sow. Help us, Father. Help us. Forgive us for our wrong responses. Have mercy upon us. Today, we know better, Father. We know better. Help us to walk in the right way. May we not shun crusades. May we not shun evangelism. May we not shun person-to-person witnessing. Any form of evangelism, Father. May we not shun it. It may look lower than our level. Jesus. Father, there's nothing about you that is lower than us. Everything about you is higher than us. We plead for mercy. Show us mercy. And let your will be done in our lives. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. And as every head is by and every eye closed, you are here this beautiful afternoon. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You are not sure where you spend eternity if you fall down dead today. Because it is appointed unto man once to die and after that judgment. So there is a day that there will be no you. But when that day comes, what is your eternity going to look like? You want to say that, Pastor? Today, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to surrender my life to the giver of life. The giver of eternal life. I want to surrender my life. I want to be sure that I have life after here. I have life with God after here. You are here like that. You want me to pray with you. Can I see your right hand? I'm going to pray with you. You want to surrender this life to Jesus. You are here like that. I want to pray with you. Let this hand be lifted. Right hand above your head. If I see it above your head, I'll pray with you. If I see it above your head. If it doesn't go above your head, I may not see it. I may close the service. But I can see some hands here. I can see some hands. Please pray with me. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. You are lifted up your hand. Can you come to me? Come to me here. I want to pray with you. You lifted up your hand. Come. Come all the way. God bless you. You are clapping for them. You are clapping for them. Keep clapping. Keep clapping.
God bless you for listening to this anointed message. We believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive messages regularly. For prayer and counseling, please call or WhatsApp plus 233-27-974-7173. Until next time, stay under open heavens.